How many of you been zapped? I've been zapped many times and for many hours, I guess. Uh, 12, 12, probably 30 hours I've been zapped. And zap means I've gotten lapped by Zach Bitter in many a race. Um, actually, I've, I've done three races with Zach. In fact, one reason I'm thinking about Zach today is he's out in uh, Phoenix, Arizona at the Desert Solstice 24 hour. It's just the early hours of the race, but I've been following it on the internet and he is going for the 24 hour record. Something he really hasn't done. He's run 24 hour races, but mainly just to get a 100 mile record and then he's usually done. Of course, he owns the world record in the 100 and in the, t in the 12 hour race. And then he's done and he hasn't gone to full length, but he has been training all summer for this specifically to go the 24 hour distance. He's run for the Americans in the 100K and I'd love to see him on the USA 24 hour team when we hopefully have those championships again. So this summer he ran a, um, broke the record, world record on a treadmill, 100 miles on a treadmill, phenomenal performance. He did it in his apartment with his wife, Nicole, there. They had two Nordic tracks, mainly because he kept overheating and sweating on him so much they had to go back and forth. The commentary was amazing. I remember the ending part with Nicole, Camille Heron, Maggie Guterall, Sally McRae, and then Burt Kreischer came on and started talking about it, too. So that was a really phenomenal performance, and he got that world record. In fact, basically every time Zach sets out to get a record, he gets one, like, uh, 2018. No, 2019, he went to the Dome and broke that 100-mile record at the Dome there in Madison, Wisconsin, in the indoor skate rink. I was there trying to unsuccessfully do a six-day. And so, um, yes, being zapped is being lapped by Zach Bitter, and I have had that happen to me quite a few times. Um, Zach is just phenomenally fast. You know, he's running in his 12-hour 100-mile races, like seven-minute miles, three-hour marathons. I'm doing, you know, 15 to 18-minute miles. So the kind of times, many times when I've been on a track with him, he's lapping me every single lap. And uh, so my first time I got to run against something interesting, I was kind of doing a little internet research and he started doing ultras in 2010. And that's basically when I got back into doing ultras in 2010. And so I've known Zach and his performances. And um, then, you know, like I said, he was pretty good at doing the trails and roads. And then he got on the track and just started crushing uh, some remarkable getting those 12 hour, 100 mile records. So we crossed paths for the first time when we both ended up at Six Days of the Dome in Alaska in 2014. I went there off of my sixth day of 322 miles and across the years earlier in the year. So I was thinking, oh, I'm going to get to 400. Got there and it just wasn't happening. I went out hard, blew up um, spectacularly. Um, by the second day, I'd blown my quad so bad. I've never done that before, but man, they hurt. And they, to this day, kind of bother me. But the track there is an indoor track but it was kind of really hard, had a thin layer of rubber on it. And uh, as Dave jo David Johnson, who lives in Alaska and ended up now has done 500 plus miles himself, he said, he goes, yeah, it's like running inside an in a, a giant Costco. So anyways, you know, we, at these six day races, you often have 24 hour races, 48 and 72 hour races as well. And Zach came and he threw down a uh, 12 hour, 100 mile, broke the world records. Um, so we're on a 400 meter track and he's whizzing by me every lap pretty crowded conditions We probably had 30 40 people maybe even more on the track um, Of course today thankfully at the desert solstice they limit it to like 20 something people So he won't have so much traffic um, pretty good conditions to go fast I lady I coach Stacy Costa who I've gone the desert solstice with twice crewing and I've got to see Zach run those races along with other people that are at the race today um, 
you know, it, Desert Solstice has bathrooms right on the uh, on the course, and so that always helps right off the track. And same thing with um, there at the dome, the first dome and the second dome. Um, you know, that was one of the things I commented about uh, Killian and his supposed attempt at a 24-hour. Is you know they're running on this frozen track outdoors. The weather was terrible, not really any competition, and then like he even had to use the restroom. He had to go off like 20 yards off the course, which just is wasted time. So, anyways, we were at you know, at the dome, and it was hot and humid in there because you didn't have any air in there, and uh, Zach's just flying around, and I take lots of photography and videos, and I was trying to find the video. I can't find it, but anyways, it was probably halfway through Zach's race, you know, six hours in, and I kind of thought, okay, I'm going to try and run along with him and get some video, so I kind of took it easy for a few laps, and then Zach comes. And I'm out of his, getting out of his way, but I get my camera ready, and I start running along with him. And I ran maybe a half a lap with him, just huffing and puffing. You know, I was running seven-minute miles. But the best part was just everyone in the race was just laughing their asses off because even then I was 250, and I'm still 250, and just seeing a 250-pound guy running along trying to video Zach. And another highlight of the race was um, it was weird at the Dome. The theory was we were going to have this dome all to ourselves, and we had the track to ourselves, but uh, they still had the soccer leagues going on in the middle of the field. They had these big nets, so you didn't have to, you know, worry about soccer balls and people getting in your way, and they had a bridge that, like, so they didn't cross the track. But the problem is we had morning, like, boot camp classes, and then they actually had daycare at the facility, and so they had kids in there from, like, 8 in the morning until 5 in the evening which was kind of distracting so but what was great is when the kids were there they're watching Zach and so for a while Zach was actually running extra distance because he was running over to where the kids were in the stands and high-fiving him as he ran around they're cheering him that was pretty fun so that was my first you know experience with Zach watching him get those records then in 2015 um I talked to Zach off and on, and then one of his main sponsors back then was Vespa, um, this energy company, and they're out here in uh, Central California, the Fresno area. They were looking to get a facility because Zach, you know, realized like, hey, I'm always on these courses with tons of other people. Is there a chance that we could find a track and, um, uh, you know, go for a record performance? And so they kind of liked the weather here. It was in April, and they thought, hey, you know, we'll come to um, Central Valley and run and so they got a hold of me like hey do you know any tracks and i was like well bakersfield they're all locked up we only at the time had one all-weather track 16 high schools one all-weather track um then our colleges they're locked up lock and key i said well you know clovis has got an awesome track and might be able to use that and then what ended up happening is my friend um, scott newton who owned back then used to own the soul to soul shoe stores and puts on the judgment day races a lot of half marathon series he is now a councilman in pismo he just got elected congratulations scott he went he used to live in kingsburg and kingsburg i didn't know this has an all-weather track that's lit and is open to the public 24 hours a day and kingsburg is kind of bakersfield you got la two hours south north of la is bakersfield and then you have bakersfield and then two hours up the road is fresno where we you know we have the state track meet state cross-country meets and so kind of in the middle is kingsburg and it's kind of got this whole uh, Nordic feel so he ended up contacting some people in Kingsburg and that's where uh, Zach was going to do the race originally Zach's plan was to run the thing solo which I was like wow a solo time trial but then we found out according to the rules you had to have a couple other people in the race that's kind of like what Killian was doing and so 
I was like, well, I'll be there. So me and one other guy from Fresno who I had done the uh, Ray Lakes loop with, um, his, I'm blanking on his name right now, but we ended up um, going to the race and Zach was out there running his seven minute pace and I was out like the second or third lane just kind of walking and taking pictures and having a good time. And um, usually in these loop races on uh, tracks, you turn around every four hours. Zach decided to do it for six hours, um, but like probably 30, 40 miles in, he started having a leg issue and then eventually did call it a day. So that was the last time uh, there. And um, then, uh, then uh, you know, obviously following him and watching his races, and he's jumped into some trail running. You know, he's done Havilene in Western States. And then, uh, like, I guess, gosh, it was just 2019. Seems so long ago with this whole COVID thing. But um, uh, I, I've done my first 100-miler was the Endurance Challenge, which they, the money goes to the 100-mile club, which is this organization that gets kids running throughout the year, uh, works with the teachers, and you, know, you get prizes for 25 miles, 50 miles, 75, 100. So for like $10, you can sponsor a kid. So my first 100 back in 2011, I ran that and raised money for that. And they also have like a timed race in March. And last minute, I decided to jump into it in 2019. And it's at the school that started this whole program that's now nationwide. I'll try and remember to put it in the show notes. And I showed up for the 12-hour. Um, I've done the 12-hour there before. I usually walk it, get 40-something miles. They've had it for a few times. And so I decided there was a 24, but the 24 started like the night before. Night starts are terrible. So anyways, I got there early in the morning, got my stuff, set up my table. I'm hanging out in the, uh, in the, the room where the registration was. It was like the cafeteria of the school. Just trying to stay warm, wait for the 7 o'clock start or whatever it is. And I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, Zach and his wife walk in. I had no idea they were coming. And I'm like, whoa, you're here. And I'm like, well, I guess now I'm not getting first. <laughs> Jokingly, there's probably a dozen people in the 12-hour. Uh, he said, yeah, I'm coming here. I want to run fast. It was a half-mile loop. It was supposedly sanctioned, certified loop. And I was like, okay, I'm surprised you're here. And unfortunately, the day before, it had been really high winds, so that porta potties got knocked down. So now we had the whole bathroom situation where you're like 30, 40 yards away. And this course is kind of like runs on kind of a track and around the, around the infield of the school. It's kind of dirt. It's kind of lumpy. You got to run on some grass. Not too many people in the race. And so I brought my folding table. I think Zach and his wife flew in from Phoenix where they live. So I let them use part of my table. And, you know, the race goes off. It's half mile loop. Zach is passing me every lap. Um, the one issue we had at this race was, though, at 10 o'clock, they were having a 5K. And there were a couple hundred people in the race, jumped onto the half-mile course. And so Zach is having to just run around and weave around all these people. He was going fast. I mean, I thought he was going to get 100 in the 12. I mean, he was on a record performance. But then the last hours or two, he kind of backed off. And he ended up getting, like, 95 and a half miles. And, of course, won the race. Now, as fun as, you know, he's literally lapping me almost every lap because I was doing 16-minute miles and he's doing sevens or eights. Well, it ended up um, one woman did 50, and I knew I couldn't get second, but I knew I could get third. I really pushed, and, and I ended up getting um, 43 miles in the 12 hours. And so I podiumed with second male, but Zach beat me by 52 miles. <laughs> 52 miles in a 12-hour race. 
So that was very fun to be out there with. And of course, Zach is just a great guy and super nice gentleman, just friendly to everybody, even with all the people in his way. You know, he's high fiving kids and just having fun out there. So I really look forward to seeing how he does today in the 24. I'm hoping the weather's good. I'm hoping everything happens. Seems like whenever he puts his mind to it and thinks about it, he does an amazing performance. So I will be waiting. It's got, you know, he's only, it's, I don't know, what time is it here in Bakersfield? It's 12.45. So he's got, you know, they've only been going for five or six hours. So I will probably check in later on to see what's going on and tell you all too. And as always, stay healthy, be boring, not epic, except on race day.